Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, Lore Party listeners, it's Abu. You're about to listen to a bonus clip that was cut from this week's Stardew Valley episode. Leo and I discussed some of the guilt we felt while playing Stardew Valley and that same guilt that we're feeling now playing Animal Crossing. And don't forget, once you finish listening to this clip, make sure to check out the full Stardew Valley episode from this week to listen to the full discussion. Thanks for listening. I I actually, in researching this episode, I came across this fantastic post, which really like put into words something that I'd been feeling about the game a little bit. And actually, I think, you know, Abu, you and I are playing Animal Crossing right now, right? Oh, yeah. A lot of Animal Crossing. I kind of feel the same about Animal Crossing as this. Yeah. Um, so shout outs to people playing Animal Crossing. So the game starts and you are working at Joja, like this this company that's like kind of Amazon, Apple, like big corporation company. And your character's unhappy and you open up this letter and you 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 escape this corporate capitalistic life for a simpler life and this is like the beginning of this 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 journey um and throughout the game i mean this is something that i i was definitely aware of throughout the game you're given some like really big choices of do you rebuild the community center or do you like buy a membership to the corporate supermarket in town that's like people kind of have mixed feelings about it and don't love that it's there so there are these power dynamics in play where during this farming simulator game you're left with some very large dualities between like natural you know mom and pop shop living where everybody kind of manages their own stuff and this big company corporation so in researching for this episode this user klingenmeister uh, pointed out that the entire premise of the game is already pretty dark so he says Quote, your character dislikes society so much he leaves everything behind to move to Stardew Valley. And although you try to escape capitalism, as soon as you're in town, you are trying to be the very best, beating your neighbors, uh, your brand new like friends, <laughs> every single way possible. And instead of trying to like live a life close to nature and, and kind of more settled, basically, for most of us, all you do is maximize as much like money earning like potential as possible out of every single thing <laughs> like I, I remember the first time i went to the the produce like farm festival which is i think in the first season right mm-hmm. and you like set up your little display and oftentimes you don't win because you just haven't you didn't know to be preparing for this and you have to like optimize a certain way to do it on your first year but then like every year following i was like let me make sure that i fucking yeah dominate this friendly competition (laughs) among like my new friends and like let me like how much money do i need to buy that ridiculous like i don't know wand that lets me teleport wherever a million gold right done like let's get there (laughs) you know yeah here's the rarest fish not just in the valley but in the fucking world (laughs) 
on my grains display, rate me. You know, I I joked earlier in the episode, it was a half joke, honestly, about me trying to crush Marnie. I spent most of this game, like you said, chasing efficiency, chasing money, chasing ways to expand my farm, do better on my farm, create better produce, make more money. Just this endless cycle of chasing efficiency and a better harvest and upgrading my tools and making my house bigger and making my tools better and defeating everyone I could in town. You know, when the fish ice fish festival comes around in the wintertime, I was like, yeah, I got the most upgraded fishing rod because I'm going to crush you fools. Like, right. All of that, like, competitive edge is such an interesting contrast to the original premise of the game that you set up, that you explained. You leave this corporate world, which is, which is capitalistic. Which like is dog all eat about, dog, competition. Exactly. Like, yeah. crush small businesses for the sake of <laughs> right it's a zero sum world like there are winners and there are losers and there's no way for everyone to be winners in that world and you leave that and you enter this like serene little valley with just a dozen other people in this town <laughs> but you don't leave that capitalist mindset behind you which is so interesting and i'm glad you are also guilty of playing the game this oh, way yeah. and i suspect many people are i was going to say 99% of players, I'm sure, enter this serene little town of like 12 people and then become big farming. Like become yeah. become <laughs> exactly farming. like exactly what Joja Mart was like kind of threatening to do. You just like roll in and you're like, "What's up? <laughs> I win every competition. Right. I have more money than you idiots can begin to fathom uh and it's not enough." Yeah, it's wild. I think like after you brought this quote to me from Klingenmeister that you found online, I I was a bit like self-reflective. I was like, wow, I feel bad about how I played this game now. Like maybe I shouldn't have just rushed to try and win everything and to get everything better and faster and stronger. Like I think the game wanted me to slow down. And again, we are like overthinking it slightly, but that's sort of our MO here at Lord Party anyway. Right. <laughs> but <laughs> but like it's a game at the end of the day there are quote-unquote milestones and achievements and levels that you progress through that's the sort of gameplay loop of it but the freedom that you have in stardew valley and the thing that it lets you do that other games don't is you get to do it entirely at your own pace you're not racing against anyone there is no end to the game you can just play year after year after year so why did i rush through all of that <laughs> yeah you know, it, it's, I, and I feel the same thing about like Animal Crossing. I was saying to my, I had this moment, it was like day three after Animal Crossing came out and someone in Lord Party in our, in our discord was like, oh, I finished paying off my $960,000 bell debt. And I was like, yeah. wow, I haven't gotten that far. And I felt bad for a moment. Like I'm losing this race to fish and relax faster <laughs> like, <laughs> like i'm not relaxing fast enough <laughs> oh i need to relax harder uh so there's definitely it's interesting the way that works but I, again on this sort of lore party overthinking spin i do like to think about the very narrative setup of this game is one of escaping routine and escaping the corporate the rat race rat race and the dog eat dog like brutal heartless cold competitive like marketplace and yet many of us kind of ignore that basic premise which 
then becomes lore. I mean, as much as we could talk about like game theory and like player choices, ultimately what you as the farmer who came into this town do becomes, as we'll talk about, becomes part of the story and the history of this town. The story of that town, yeah. Right. Like you become lore through your choices. And you could, you could, to your point, Abu, you could take 36 years in game to like (laughs) win the first, you know, thing. Like, you know, I was thinking about when you get the Iridium and you like upgrade your sprinklers so they, they do the full, you know, they, they like water all of your crops for you every day. And yeah. that's a moment where I can like, okay, now I can focus on crawling through the mines and I can focus on doing these other things that are more lucrative than like watering my plants. Um, realistically, you could like not automate in that way and just like enjoy the sort of meditative process of like watering each plant every day. And you could do that for 30 years and there's nothing wrong with that you know right the game wouldn't stop you from doing that and that and that that i think is like the beautiful unique part of the game totally yeah absolutely and that would become lore that would become the story of the the town the you know the farmer from the corporate village corporate whatever life comes in and uh and just took his time relaxed spent a lot of time just relaxes lets it all go (laughs) just nope (laughs) 99 percent of people (laughs) are like fuck that (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) 